Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It is February 10th, 2020. This is Atlanta United FC Weekly, a Home Before Dark podcast. I am Tim Herb. As always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Mr. Kevin Bradley, across from me. Thank you, sir. And diagonally, caddy corner, as they say in the streets, we have Eric G. Quintana. Nobody in the streets is saying caddy corner. I can tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) And they're definitely not doing that. What I I learned was to get off the corner. I don't know if Lil Wayne was talking about the caddy corner when he was referencing getting off the corner, but he did. We are joined by Mouths of the South's Eric G. Quintana. What's up? Thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, Happy man. to have you over. It's I'm been always, a, it's been a while. I'm always jealous. I know I know we record out of a radio studio, but I'm always jealous when I come here and I'm like, oh my gosh, they got like the the, the coolest setup I've ever seen. Oh wow, more so than ours because I mean you've got the. Do you take got, Venmo? <laughs> you got you got the scarf rack. You got the scarves up there. You've got the 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 broadcast. Everything. The whole thing is is is, is I appreciate quality. It. Yeah, really appreciate, appreciate it. it. I mean, everything except for the content. <laughs> yeah. Even the content. Don't sell yourself short. Even the content. <laughs> yeah. No, play. Two yeah. stars, play. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We got to stop talking about our silly lives. Thank you guys for tuning in on this disgustingly rainy night in Atlanta. It's awful. Yeah, it's horrible. If you're watching us on YouTube Live, thank you for joining us and taking some time out of your, uh, out of your day. And if you are uh, not subscribed, hit the subscribe button. As I've said before, we get listener... Uh, viewer metrics, and we know that a lot of you guys that watch a good bit are not subscribed. So hit the subscribe button, notification yeah, bell why icon. Are you doing that? Smash the like button. Makes no sense. Yeah, get on it, guys. Seriously, I got the fan on tornado yeah, mode. It's a little <laughs> bit much. Matt in the rain outside. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a hurricane. Oh, smash the like button. That is correct, Brian, Brittany S, uh, Richard Gordon, Joe Johnstone, uh, Coach Chiefs Coach Steve saying hashtag blame Eric. 
Oh yeah, already. Thanks, guys. Have you, have you just embraced it at this point? A little bit. I mean, at this point, what? I mean, what? I, I can't really change people's I mean, it's, minds. It's not like you associate with the common folk during games, anyway. So it's no, not like I, you're going to hear I it from up, your I sit high up my, tower. Yeah, my high tower, <laughs> eating my three cheese mac and cheese, enjoying my uh, my uh, my soft serve ice cream. Hold up a second. On Periscope, do we have the Lee M W? Oh, that is definitely who that is. Yes. <laughs> Oh, our favorite Orlando City supporter. What, what, could you make out what the hashtag was on the back of that shirt that he got Annabelle? Did he make that for Annabelle? I don't know who made it, but Lee, did you see that? Lee, who made that kit reveal that Annabelle had a shirt that said, my favorite Orlando somebody, City supporter? No, somebody in Orlando loves me. Yeah, and it's a picture of Lee like just... <laughs> With an Orlando City yeah, shirt. It's beautiful. Brandon Scott, thanks for joining. Lee made it for Annabelle. Oh, that, that is, is amazing. amazing. That is amazing. Oh, man. That's good stuff. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, Brittany S. referenced Castro. Has that happened yet? Have not, we got uh, word? Not I saw, officially, I guess. I saw uh, somebody had mentioned in the trap that uh, Doug had mentioned Atlanta United confirmed a Uruguayan signing. It's, right Lu- it's Luis Suarez. Or is it Ke- Oh, it's Edinson Cavani. Either one. I'd be yeah. happy with either one. <laughs> yeah. I'll take the biter in MLS to get away with oh, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Did you see Barcelona's about to, like, there were rumors of them trading or replacing Luis Suarez, who I believe is injured, with Luis Suarez, another guy from, <laughs> I did not it's, see he's that. playing like Real Saragossa. <laughs> he's on loan from Watford. Z? Maybe. I think it's a Z. He's playing yeah, with right. Watford. I thought that was pretty great. Um, yeah. So everybody panicked a couple weeks ago. About Nobody signing. We let go of Gressel. Okay, okay. So before we get into that, I w- since Eric's here, obviously Atlanta has had – they mentioned it on the broadcast yesterday um, – or not yesterday, I guess it was Saturday – that Atlanta United returns the least amount of returning starting minutes on the roster besides Chicago Fire this season. So there's a lot of turnover in the roster. If you think – Without getting into the weeds of, oh, this, this season's going to be terrible, it's over before it even began, because I don't think any of us really have that mentality. But if you were to say who you think is going to make the – what's going to have what, – what player is going to have the most noticeable impact not being a part of this lineup, who would you say? Not someone that wasn't here last year and this year now? Yeah. Somebody that we've lost between last year and this year. Oh, that – like, sorry, say the question again. What player that is no longer with Atlanta United okay. coming from last season to this season is going to have the biggest noticeable impact? Oh, I see. I think Nagby. Yeah, Nagby. I mean, look, J- Julian Gressel's like it's one A and one B really, but Nagby to me was the one that kind of helped you really control the midfield as well as you did. And, and while Julian Gressel was able to put up monster numbers pretty consistently, I I'm of the belief that those numbers are are replaceable i'm not going to say easily replace replaceable but um there are going to be people that do enough players that do enough that that make up those numbers somewhere okay nagby was just such a fixture um in his position and, and he was so good at what he did he was so good at controlling the tempo making sure atlanta united was was where they needed to be um was able to just hold possession and 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 play at whatever speed Atlanta United wanted to play at. And that was vitally important. Atlanta United last year in a track race was not going to win many games. Yeah. That's why they played as slow as they did is because they weren't going to, they didn't have Almiron anymore. There's right. There's a reference. Yeah. 
I don't know who it is, but the, there's a guy that listens to Mounds of the South that points out every Almiron reference that we do, and he'll send us a little message because we keep bringing him up. <laughs> what about you, Tim? We haven't talked about that internally. Who do you think is going to happen? Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt, it's Nagby. I see Dean Worley saying LGP, but, I mean, to Eric's point, I mean, Nagby, it, it felt at times he had, he had, like, a rare quality of being a black hole in the field. Like, it just, everything kind of just yeah. gravitated towards him, right? Like, he became the the pacemaker. Mm-hmm. I guess um, the heartbeat of the team. <laughs> yeah. I had to get it off. No, but he really did. I mean, he set the pace for the team so often, and he was a player that you never worried about losing possession. I know, and we talked about this, and, and not to harp on it too much because he's a Columbus player, but I know whenever Portland fans, I think all fans, whenever, with the exception of maybe Julian Gressel's departure, I feel like all fans, once they see one of their good players leave, they do this, I don't know if it's a part of the the morning, the stages of recovery, where they're like, oh yeah, have fun with his uh, touching the ball too much and like being too slow to get yeah, rid yeah. of it and everything. And that was one of the big things that Portland supporters were trying to reconcile with. It was like, oh yeah, but he, he takes too many touches, blah, blah, blah. Like I was looking for that at the beginning, and then I got completely comfortable with him. And it's it's going to be hard to find that. But then again, it's like replacement by committee with with Nagby. With that, I think we talked about that last week, replacing him with multiple players, but also adding different facets to that. Like um, I'll say it, I'll say it correctly. Don't you do it? Well, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, because I thought I was being a little much calling him Mat- Matthias uh, last week, but. His last name is pronounced Joseto, right? Yeah. 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 We had that conversation right before. <laughs> yeah. We were, and I told, I told her, I'm not stuck. Yeah, I'm going to no. say it the way I'm going to say it. No. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to call him Rosetto. Um, yeah. But he has qualities not unlike Nagby in possession and in, in playmaking in the ball at his feet. But he also has probably a higher propensity to get forward and be really nice seeing in, him play beat an attack it was really nice seeing him play this weekend well it, it, just him completely fitting and enfolding right into the team no problem cool composure on the ball inside the 18 ball at his feet like yeah i thought it was a great fit i mean it's a small sample size obviously yeah. but so really excited to see atl utd 24 7 on on periscope is saying uh rosetto looks so good now Heinemann has to step it, uh, step up to fill in the nagby role and I think, again, it's by committee. Like There are parts of Heinemann's game I love, and I think I, I, I thought last year that the two of them kind of mirrored each other whenever they were in the games. It was like close possession at the feet, quick one-twos, like, and that's what we saw against Birmingham too. I know how good atta- or, uh, Jose looked attacking, but my God, I, I immediately saw him and I thought, yeah, he, he seems to be the – more of the Nagby replacement than Heinemann would be. Yeah. Just by because I mean Nagby was able to defuse a lot of situations, but right. just by taping the ball to his feet. And Rosetta looked like that same kind of player where he can in the middle of the field dance around players with the ball at his feet and again diffuse situations that that maybe lead to a, a counter counter going yeah. the other way. Yeah. Heinemann doesn't really have that. I, I don't know how the two fit on the field. I, I have ideas, uh, but I'd like to see it play out. In an actual match, well, I wonder in, if in, they a, in both, a series of matches, and I wonder if they both fit on the field at the same time. Like that's that's my that's, thing, yeah. that's my big question is because both of them have the propensity to go forward more than track back. Well, at least small sample size. Heinemann plays a little bit more defensively, but f- from what we saw 
from Rosetto, it was more forward based attack, and same thing with Heinemann for the most part. The, I, a I, couple I, of plays here and there, but I don't want to reduce Heinemann's role in this team for 2020. But I feel like it'll just be you know e- either he'll he'll be re- relegated to the bench or it'll be hey you take up the position Rosetto's uh, not. Yeah, yeah, um, and find a way to kind of fit in. Yeah, because I don't think you're going to start Larry and and Remetti at the same time. No, I don't. Th- that's not when you have Hyman, you're paying him that no, much. No, you're and he's, definitely and he's, not. Look, as much as we we sound down on on Heinemann, he is capable. He he absolutely he, to, he showed you last year that he could really produce um, at a pretty good level. Um, it's just how he and and Jose kind of combine in the middle of the field in 2020. That's really going to be the big question. Yeah, I, I totally agree. What about you? I mean, you you brought up the question: is it is it three for three? Is it Nagby? No, uh, Brecce. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though we are we are moving sections. I will say our section will probably be a little bit more palatable to be around. I or mean, just in think about how Chagun. much of a conversation starter. What are we going to talk about if this team doesn't have somebody to fall back on to blame everything? Oh, that's for the a first that's half of the season. That's a good topic, guys. It's walks this year's walks. <laughs> Remember, if he keeps playing on the left side, when, it very well may be look, because he looked wildly out of place when walks showed up and Mears left. It was no, everyone's going to be down on walks. So it's I'm telling you, it's walks. He's not even going to be on the field. Everybody in the trap, all 33 of you, which is, I think it was pretty great. It's 34. Er- er- 34. Eric is the instant ratings boost. Um, everybody, everybody in the trap, put in, I want to know your scapegoat for this year, your preemptive scapegoat for what if and when we go into bad stretches, who are you going to blame? I like that. That's a good one. Um, I like to think that Edgar Castillo will likely, in the games that he gets play. I mean, if uh, I mean, last year it was still pity, though, right? Pity got blamed for a lot of stuff, and if he doesn't turn it around this year, it's going to be even worse. Oh yeah, regardless of how he how he's actually playing, if he doesn't put up any kind of numbers, yeah, uh, it's going to be. Oh, a, wow. this is going to be a lot yeah. of just across <laughs> the board. Um, Remedy, uh, I could somehow see. it'll be Almiron. We yeah, have, yeah, we, we exactly. have Michelle said Alec can. Uh, yes, we can. Hashtag yes, we can. <laughs> Joe Johnstone saying uh, Heinemann. Uh, Greg saying Heinemann. Brittany S saying Remedy. Uh, Elliot Beaven Guzan. Kevin Escobar saying blame Eric. Um, Brian Reynolds says Frank DeBoer. And then Justin Johnson yeah. said uh, Frank DeBoer, unfortunately. Yeah. And ATL UTD 24-7 also saying uh, Petey. And Frank, then, Frank DeBoer is going to Coach Steve says Heinemann. No Does Heinemann have the unfortunate I think so. stance of being I, – I think – If he ends up getting that starting position like it seems like he's trending towards right now, unless Rosetto steps up and ends up – Cementing that. Porque no las dos. What we were just talking about. I don't know that both of them are playing at the same time on the field. In the words of Taco Child, why not both? <laughs> well, let me let me put it to you this way: You had Nagby and Heinemann going on the same. Uh, on, they were on the field at the same time multiple times last year. That's true. So I I think that you're just switching Heinemann into the. If you want to look at it specifically in terms of what who's replacing who. Oseto would be replacing Heinemann in, the, in in whatever role he was in God, last year. And then Heinemann would. You be can like, start Heinemann. that whenever you get on the fucking radio, Eric. You Heinemann. don't have to do that here. Hein- <laughs> All right, fine. Heinemann. <laughs> How easy I came. <laughs> I've heard, I bet you've heard that before. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but Heinemann will replace the Nagby role, and and, and you know they'll uh, they should get along just fine. Yeah. I, I I'm. The one pairing I don't see is Lorenowitz and Remedia. That's the one That's thing true. I don't see, and and unfortunately for either one of them, and I I want to say it's Lorenowitz because I got to think that Remedia's making more. I don't know. It's not just based off money, but 
unless it's the case of Heinemann, because I think yeah. he, you look at him and you're like, oh man, you're paying him all this money, and you expected him, you bought him to be the replacement for for Nagby, yeah. And whether that's this year that he's the 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 clear full on replacement for Nagby, or in a couple of years, or or next year, or whenever, that's what you bought him for. Don't don't get it twisted. I know he doesn't fit exactly, but that's what you bought him for. So, huh. I like Brandon Scott's prediction. His scapegoat is Kevin's lack of whiskey. That's definitely it. Yeah, that's why this show continues to be better than it was <laughs> I, I made a joke with I, I was looking for decaf to to make yeah um and i found a big tub of like a costco tub of folders we bought a long time ago oh god and i was like, like giving me meth <laughs> yeah. just dose me i was <laughs> like this would be hilarious <laughs> kevin hasn't had caffeine in like a month i should give him folders just, which oh! <laughs> it's like i have like a very high caffeine tolerance i take folders i get heart palpitations <laughs> the main ingredient <laughs> is meth even the in, and even that i don't say i drink folders i take it <laughs> that's what i mean it's it's exactly. bad. It's exactly. part of waking it's, up, man. It's it yeah. is the best part of waking up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I don't know. Uh, for the culture, uh, I'm guessing that's Grego saying uh, scapegoat is uh, definitely be Frank DeBoer. I think that's a given, right? I mean, how? Okay, so another question get, is did, how many losses until everyone starts screaming FDB out oh again? What well, did you guys hear him in post game? No. What he said? He talked about wanting to play faster, wanting to play fast, wanting to be attacking. Yeah. So look, if it if it, if it comes out slow, it's not on Frank DeBoer. He said he's, he's yeah. at least said the right things. They've got a team built around pace right now to run a quick counter. There's no doubt about that. So I want to ask if anybody listened to the clips of Jake Mulroney after the game. No. He sounds like he's 100 on well, no, he sounds a hundred percent like Conor McGregor to me. Yeah. <laughs> Does he really? Yes. I, I wish I had the clip to play. If you, if you guys go and listen to the soccer down here over reaction Monday from today, he, uh, Jason and, and John played clips from the the post game, and he very much, very much. They have the same accent. I have to check that. Like out. it's it's pretty crazy. That's great. Put them side by side. Uh, I think it's pretty great. Um. Okay, let's go through lineup. This was a high school friendly, right? Yes. In the way that we we switched a full side Absolutely. out. Absolutely. We switched ten so out. Talk about how half. terrible those announcers were for the. Uh, I mean, obviously. hey, you don't talk about Jason and Mike like that. <laughs> Conte and Longshore. No, we're obviously talking about the guys on the on the YouTube broadcast who were not great. Which was the? It was a Birmingham broadcast to be so, fair we, we have a very high standard for broadcast so it's true give them some it's credit for, it's very true for putting up with i'm sure <laughs> what were a lot of mean tweets <laughs> oh yeah i have no doubt and i like that the second half comes out and it's like uh we don't know if they've made any, made any substitutions <laughs> at all and it's and i'm sitting there looking like the whole fucking thing's changed what are you talking about <laughs> my favorite i think it was doug robertson on twitter was just like i can't see the numbers yeah, I, that's I, true. I, and I couldn't on TV. I couldn't see anything. No, yeah, it's I just a, had to kind of guess. That's a good point. Yeah, it was whenever they had the close-ups for the uh, PK that got awarded. I was like, yeah. oh, okay, I can there see half of these people yep. now. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty terrible. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was not great. Um, geez, my computer's kind of laggy. Hopefully, you guys can still hear us. Okay, I think it's just the about to lack melt. of battery. Yeah, about to melt. Yeah, let it die. Just stay really still. <laughs> Just talk. I, I was going to say, uh, Sofian Bonanza, who uh, is a, I want to say, a reporter for Montreal. Uh, Impact is in uh, watching on 
Periscope, awesome. and he was saying uh, Montreal, Atlanta, CCL like final. It. Yeah, I like it. Finger, fingers crossed. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's like our because best case scenario. It, it means it means a couple of things. It means we started out on a very hot hot note. Uh, we can go ahead and put the Frank DeBoer out conversation to rest. And well, you know what? I I, I say that, but who knows? Maybe at, maybe because we focus so much on CCL, we're we're over on 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 the MLS season at that point. I mean, isn't that what Toronto did last year, basically? Oh, not last year, the year before yeah. last? Yeah, 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 maybe. I don't know. I don't see that go- happening with Atlanta, but um, yeah, it kind of all depends on how well they mesh going into CCL. <laughs> Matagua will be a big uh, yeah, a big eye-opener. Yeah, going down to Honduras, right? First yeah. first leg. First, leg, first leg is down in Honduras and then back up to Kennesaw State for, yeah. the, for the second leg. Thank you, Feld Entertainment and Monster Jam. Yes. Got my tickets a long time ago. I'm really excited for it. But who, I love that venue. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Who would win oh, about Monster if Atlanta United Atlanta United against Gravedigger? Yeah. In the in the final. <laughs> like, I want to see Joseph driving Gravedigger. <laughs> I want to see why don't they the next MLS Cup parade, they should just be riding around in Grave the back Digger. of yeah. <laughs> Percy, Percy Herrera, my man, uh, in uh on Periscope, say address the people that thought the <laughs> oh, South Com- yeah, South, no South American connection kidding. was dead or died. My God. Jeez. Is he specifically just calling out the Parcero crew right there? Is that who it was? It's just everybody. I'm trying to remember man. who it was people. even. You're but looking yes. for you're looking if you're Lenny United, you're looking for a specific type of player. I don't think it's a secret. And, yeah. and the, the, that connection with South America is always going to be there. You got the link with the Uruguayan. You got the you had the link with the Paraguayans, which I, is a dud, I think, at this point. Um, I'm trying to think who else you've been kind of linked with. You've obviously got the Brazilian. I don't think that's how many die. is a Brazilian though. <laughs> How long you been holding he's, that in? Oh, no, he, my he, wife. He, yeah, he's said it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna milk it for everything it's got. We brought in a Brazilian this transfer window. How many is a that? Brazilian How many dollars. is a Brazilian? You're such an idiot. It's like You're some such fa- a dad, it's some fake dude. joke for like making fun of George Bush. Whenever they're like, oh, three Brazilian soldiers died in the. In whatever in the war, he's like, how many is a Brazilian? I have never. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Heard that. How many is a Brazilian? You've never heard that before. No, I have not. Oh my god! All right. Um. So yeah, we had the friendly this past weekend against Birmingham, and so first thoughts on lineup, initial I, reactions. I I am very happy with George Campbell getting uh, getting a start. To me, he looks like a more well put together at this stage. Miles Robinson. I think that. I think there were maybe criticisms being levied at his lack of chance taking, his last lack of like forward passing or adventure, you know, being adventurous. But damn, like he seemed very composed for a seventeen-year-old on the ball. He, I don't know. I th- I thought he was pretty great. But Miles Robinson, I, I think that's my standout from the entire game. You know, take away, you know, you look at Rosetto's goal. You look at any of the any of the possession play between like whatever, like some of the stuff that. You and I talked about with Heinemann, uh, the way he was linking up with people. I thought Miles Robinson's the best defender in MLS. I, I he's you can't get past him. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm I'm very I, I I'm more and more impressed every day. You're gonna be, you're gonna be hard pressed for, to find someone that disagrees with you. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> well, the MLS writers, right? Yeah, they they thought Ike Opara, like, who had a worse season last year on a worse team and a worse record, um, deserved it over Miles Robinson just because he got snubbed. They, do, they, do it for the, they do it for the clicks. If you can snub Atlanta, any chance you get, you're oh, doing yeah. it for the clicks. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, 
as far as negatives for the lineup, I, I thought Anton walks on le- the left wing back position was just, he was not great. No, not, not at all. And a player that I loved during his original tenure here. And I think he has a lot of potential if he's more in his natural role as a center back or right back that that whole left side positioning much like Mikey Ambrose on the right side last yeah. year was blatantly obvious he did not really belong there aside from some really good link up play on that left wing it was him and Heinemann right Heinemann. in the first yeah. half yeah. yeah um that and then I'm really excited to see Brooks Lennon developing and and playing on that right side I mean it's it's been really great seeing him bomb up and down that right side how could you tell between him and escobar they have the same haircut they were on the same side <laughs> they point. were both bombing up the wing it's like a I don't... it's a good point um it'll be and he's and he's starting to release those crosses into the box sooner than he had in some of the previous friendlies that we had saw this season or preseason rather um where i felt like there was a couple of opportunities where he's got joseph on a quick break where you would see some of the relationship between Gressel and Joseph that had already established itself with Gressel early to cross that ball into Joseph biting on that back line. That's starting to develop and starting to click, I think, yeah. early on right now with Brooks Lennon. And it's just a matter of time before that really starts to link up well. So I, I love the link up play up top in the attack. I, it's clear how Atlanta United wants to play. I don't think they want to focus on, on just crossing the ball from the wings. I think that that's prob- Would you say that's the reason we got rid of Julian Gressel? Uh, not the reason. I'm sure one of the I, reasons. I'm at the point now. I don't know if you've heard me on the podcast, but I, I'm at the point now where I'm of the belief that that Julian's Gressel's number was just stupid, way too, so too way too high for for so any too. reasonable club to to offer him. I think he was thinking 900 to a million, because if he's going to settle and and don't kid yourself, he's settling for 700 thousand absolutely w- with with DC United. Um. Or, or I'm not gonna say settling, agreeing to seven hundred thousand. That's not the initial number he no. came up with and said this is what we're gonna offer. That was a much higher, and so I think that the the initial offer for to Atlanta United or the initial request for Atlanta United was much higher than 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 the number we all got or we all anticipated. I remember one of the podcasts we were talking about between three hundred and and four fifty or something like that, yeah, and. Yeah. To hear nine, to hear seven hundred thousand from DC, I'm like, that's what? that's exactly what we were talking about. It's so, just like, no I don't think it has anything to do with the CBA at this point. I think that was sure yeah. an excuse for uh, for Atlanta United to yeah. kind of the four hundred fifty is what we yeah. think. Yeah, we so I, I think it was I think it was a good excuse for for Atlanta United to kind of push this off as long as they could to see what they could get out of or see if they could get uh, Julian Gressel to kind of maybe shift on his on his mindset a little bit or or maybe just push the the just kick the can down the road a little bit. There's there's no way Atlanta United is going to give him even seven hundred thousand dollars. Look, I, I know he's 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 a stud, but you got to think of the salary implications Absolutely. that 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 a, he a turns, Julian Gressel. And that's what he, we that's what my argument was is was Julian Gressel's salary worth two potential yeah players? Like no, not 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 or, at all. Or not even two potential players, but but keeping players that you right. already have on exactly. the roster. Exactly. And he turns twenty six years old this year. Like let's not forget about that. Yeah. Right. I mean. I, look, I wish Gressel nothing but the best. But, Absolutely. But to offer him that much, and good for him if he can get seven hundred thousand dollars from DC United. I'm I'm not comfortable giving him that much money. No. I want to address the bizarro world elephant in the room. Rob Regis was in the the live chat saying, uh, "Is he still in here?" Joseto is uh, Rosetto is is good at soccer. That was his takeaway. <laughs> he lives. He lives. <laughs> he lives. Um, one guy that people are pointing out, obviously people are saying, uh, Ellie Beaven is saying Lennon calming Atlanta fans from losing Gressel. Um, Justin Johnson saying watching Lennon is making me feel better about the Gressel deal. Um, 
I just think you're going to, wh- whoever you replace him with on the field, you're going to get uh, not the same kind of production, but you're going to get similar numbers. Yeah. You're going to get similar, similar kind of output in the sense you're still going to be scoring the same number of goals. I, I, he did something very specific for Atlanta United. Right. And he did it really, really well. Better than anyone I think we could have ever have, could have, have asked for this early in, 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 the, in the club's history. He's always going to be remembered as a fantastic Atlanta United player, but I, I again, the, you got to realize the business that this is, and and he's playing that game, and good for him. But I just just didn't think he was worth it. You know, the other big lineup thing that happened this weekend, and it'll it'll shine a light on another question that we got in the trap recently, which was I think it was a big bold move by um, Frank DeBoer starting Alec Can and suggesting we may have a different starting keeper this year. I think it begs the question: Can or Guzan? <laughs> I did see somebody call him Guzman today on Twitter, <laughs> and it made me very happy. Eric dropped the D. I dropped the D. He Goose dropped man. the D. Um, right. What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> Can's got a shot this year? No. <laughs> so congratulations to Brad Guzan. Absolutely. We are talking about Birmingham, but just to take a break, Brad Guzan did um, everybody jump the gun with the cryptic tweet from well it was a little odd i was kind of confused at first but he said this isn't something you get in cuba or something like that yeah darren eels and i'm like okay well it's not castro yeah right exactly and i immediately was i looked around and i was so confused at everyone's immediate response to it being cash i was like am i am i just dumb here like what oh i didn't even pick up on that but uh the oso blanco or oso frio whatever yeah Yeah. i mean the the polar bear yeah right being brag is in Three-year extension? Yeah. Here until 2023. Sure-handed keeper. Do we know anything about numbers or anything other than the fact that he's No, kind of still a TAM guy, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. I, I would think he doesn't play out that full contract. I'm sure he retires before I mean, are you even, so, even if he does go to 38, unless he drops off the map, he's still going to be one of the better keepers I was going to say, and that was what I was about to say, is his contract would most likely be the highest-paid goalkeeper in MLS, though, right? Probably. I would assume so. Just because how based off his yeah, based off his his and he, I mean, clearly he had that locked up. So So right, right mid is where Tyler Wolf played, right? He played right wing. Uh, Yes. Uh, Yeah, I think so. So people are asking us to talk about uh, talk about him, Uh, Coach Steve, and then I believe Keith Filer saying he's not going to play much. He played very good for a sixteen year old. Sure, but he's going to play a lot for Atlanta United too. Why? Yeah, and I think that's good. And that's, that's what the team. That's what yeah. that's what Atlanta 100%. United Two is there for. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's great for uh, for his development. Is it bad that I'm so casual that I didn't know who a couple of these like big blonde oh, dude, guys were I'm, on the I'm, field in the I'm second half? Wyke to... and um, was it again? You, don't worry because they're Atlanta United Two. Players. John. Yeah. <laughs> no, I knew who Adam John was. Okay. The, the two guys. Or is it Jan? I don't want to say it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> It's, um, it's Han. Okay. All right. All right. That's no, enough. it's Jan. <laughs> Is it Khan or Can? Jan. 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 The no. What was I going to say? How how pissed off was Atlanta United Twitter whenever uh, Adam John scored a goal? Yeah. <laughs> like how conflicted was the entirety of uh, yeah. Atlanta United Twitter on Saturday whenever he put that put that penalty away? Who cares? I'm 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 psyched. Well, let me see him doing a real a real game. Yeah, exactly. Let me see him doing CCL final. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. yeah. yeah. I'm um, in then. So, the other thing that was a big takeaway from the game, obviously, we saw some more playtime out of George Bellow. 
who ends up going down an injury and sort of self-reported today. I guess that injury isn't as severe as what the original thoughts were. He got carried off on the stretcher and there was no official reporting that I'm aware of until he had said something to the effect of the injury isn't as bad as originally thought. I'll be back on the field soon or, or something to that. So that's really good to hear. Uh, I thought he had a, a really good game as well, but um, obviously excited to see him getting into the lineup and getting into the lineup regularly going forward. I think we'd all leave, love to see him take the next step. Absolutely. Really, yeah. really kind of pick yeah. off to pick up where we thought he was going to take off last year. Absolutely. It's yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's just you think he got injured tweeting that. Yeah, hurt his thumbs. He's <laughs> <laughs> got arthritis in his. Yeah, <laughs> permanent arthritis. <laughs> yeah. Um, God. Yeah, I, I do like what I do like what Percy Is said. Is that mean to bring that up yeah. now? Like, I, how how? <sighs> oh, boy. Uh, I'm sorry, George. Percy Herrera on uh, Periscope he said, "Hope the extension Brad Guzan's extension comes with a team friendly salary cut." Uh, salary cap cut uh, a uh, Tom Brady. So can't pay the money or can't pay that man the money at 38 years old. Brady's going to free agency this year, right? Yeah. 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 But you pay a goalkeeper. You, you pay a goalkeeper that much though. It, it, yeah. I mean, if we're assuming it's the same amount of money and it's just an extension, if it's an extension, I got to think that they just added more years to the current contract. Yeah. There's no more money added to it. Um, if that's my understanding, I could be wrong. Someone yeah. fact check yeah. on me. Ch- check me, please. No, uh, we don't fact check on this show. What's wrong with you? Uh, but uh, clearly, it's been too long. But if it's just an extension, it should be just a, just added number of years so that he can kind of choose when he wants to quit. And and I don't think Atlanta United wants to be in a position where having to sell him off to another team or trade him to another team for for some kind of quality in return. Uh, but goalkeepers get better with age. It's not like a super physically demanding position. Not 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 to say it's not at all, but. Not like most other parts of the field, you know. You can how how old goalkeepers typically play till they're they're yeah, forty now. Yeah. So it's not that uh, that big of a deal that uh, that they signed him an extension. And look, I know you guys love Can, but I don't think he's a starter in MLS. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he's a starter in MLS. So hey, I'm I'm mostly saying that calm, now to just stir the, the pot. Yeah, just stir, <laughs> I pump can't the brakes stop. on that one a little bit. I'm not ne- I'm not gonna stop. Never it. gonna stop. No, can't stop. Never stop, stop. Never stopping. Um. I still don't understand why we have not traded him. Can yeah, yeah. I don't know. Because you, well, you do want a capable backup I in mean, case anything does happen to Guzan long term. We did have he won Cam- us Campione's Cup and op- he's got more cups Campione's last year. Campione's Cup, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, we did That's have. <laughs> I like that. That's good. <laughs> we did have um, Mitch Hildebrandt at one point. That would have been the time to sell Alec Can off, but. Anyway, I don't mind having him on the team. He does step up whenever. Uh... But he's also been here the longest. He was here since the beginning. He's yeah. used to everything that's going on. I mean, it, 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 he's capable enough to where he can keep. You know, he's veteran enough, if you will. If Guzan were to go down in a USO, uh, U.S. Open Cup or, or, or Campionas Cup type of situation, you can throw him in there, no problem. Um, what was the other guy's name? Christensen? Yeah, third goalkeeper, yeah. Dane Christensen. Um, was he name? was fine. I, I I have no idea if he's still with the team. I don't it's know. Like who, five who, foot eight. Who's the guy, though? Who's the guy like, we he saw? I don't know who that was. That came yeah, me neither. Yeah. Um, look, when you get second string, or the backup goalkeeper is 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 important in the sense that you want someone that's that's veteran enough, that's capable enough to hold you over. Yeah. Until you, because look, even if Can was, was not my the, keeper, even if Can was the, <laughs> if something were to happen to Guzan and Can were to go down, or sorry, Can. and Guzan were to go down and and cannot step up. It's not very. It's not going to take very, very much for Atlanta to go out and get another veteran keeper 
to then supplant. Why would supplant you need to, though? Can't, because Kane is not a starter in this league. Hashtag not my keeper. <laughs> yeah, hashtag not my keeper indeed. <laughs> what do you guys make of, so speaking of lineups in the preseason, in George Bellow especially, Rob Osri and on Periscope saying left wing back is extremely worrisome. Castillo is bad. Mulraney can't defend. Walks doesn't fit. Walks definitely doesn't fit. We talked about that already. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what you do over there. Fingers um, crossed, Arizona India. Yeah, fingers yeah. crossed. What, transfer well, windows open till May. Is that right? Uh, there's the South it, American one closes like February. Oh, it might already be closed. Either it's they're already closed or closes. They're time, already cup tied. We know that, right? Like the um, Arzamendia and um, uh, uh, Santi. Yeah, Viasanti are both cup tied, right? They both played in uh, yeah, Copa yeah, Libertadores, yeah. so they couldn't play in CCL for us, and they couldn't play in. I guess that would be it. Mesa dropped back into that role, right? No, he's playing left center back. Yeah, yeah, makes, yeah, yeah. That Which sense. I mean, you deploy somebody that's more adventurous right. on the left, right. I guess, and, like and he's the back only there. Thing I is can think of like the only other option that would potentially. But guys, we're gonna have so viable. much. We're gonna have so much possession. We're not gonna need a left back. You know, you saying that, but legitimately that's that's a real thing possession on defense specifically like you've seen in isn't that called total football right a little bit yeah i mean in every one of these preseason matches the ability to pass the ball around and possess on the defensive half of the ball and still have the capability to run a quick offensive counter has been really exciting to see so it may be the most worrisome position uh i would say that they could pop more than likely they'll wait until the summer transfer window to actually pick someone up at left back. If that's something they're looking for, if that's someone they haven't figured out, that's a position they haven't figured out midway through the season. Uh, because as much as it is a hole, I think you have a bigger hole at, at the, the CDM role. Yeah. Um, Mo Adams. But that might right? be, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. I don't think so, but no. Maybe. Okay. Um, I, I think if you haven't figured out by then, then you address it in the summer transfer. Window. I think right now you have a, a capable enough team to at the very least, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but at the very least, they're going to tread water all the way through midseason. Yeah, I can see um, that. That's that's the worst I think it's going to happen. I'm not talking CCL. I'm just talking specifically yeah, yeah, yeah. MLS. They're going to tread water up until that point, and I don't think it's even going to be that bad. I think they're going to find ways to score. They're going to find win- ways to win games. Um, and it's not. You think about what the front three are doing right. right now. If anything, you're going to you're going to realize how quickly a, a that that position is a is very much needed either the CDM role or, or the left-back role, um, and you're going to start the first game, first first half of the season going, hey, we got to outscore every opponent. Let's go. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be that bad. I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. I do think it's a problem, but I think it's something that they can address later on as opposed to doing it right now in this transfer window, pulling the trigger on someone that maybe they don't feel fully 100% comfortable with that, that can be here for the long haul or that they can then sell off at some point. Well, what will be interesting to me is to see the identity sort of change and evolve again this season right it's like frank's not employing a completely different tactic it's like we see the opportunity to really meld what he was wanting to employ last year with possession-based offense and the speed of the first two seasons under tata martino so seeing that next year have the chance to really start to come together is exciting because you're not just i mean teams are going to be guessing how you're going to play because they've played differently against this team year in and year out and so i I think they have the pieces to run that offense either way but i mean you could easily get into a situation where you're just having to outscore opponents but i feel really confident if that's the case that we have the pieces to also do that i don't i don't think it'll be that bad i don't think you'll you'll be in a situation where you know most of the you're giving up you know you have no clean sheets midway through the season right um i think that 
you'll need the players that you have at left back and right back and and left wing back and right wing back, whatever to whatever formation. Well, whenever you Frank think about how we up, limped along last year without a left back for the so most part, I, I, I just mean, think it turned I, out pretty good. You'll ask them to step up. You'll ask them to to you know find a way to produce, find a way to you know find it in their soul to to be a part of this team and and help produce and help help contribute contribute. And I don't think that'll be that big of a problem. Uh, but. That will be a weak spot. I mean, at least it, at least left back. I don't right. know about CDM yet. Well, if anything, I think what's going to happen is just the defensive shifting that's going to have to take place from the midfield roles. Is that yeah. you've you've had to notice that with the three back formation so far in preseason is who's like they're having to keep their head on a swivel to realize because everyone's moving forward so much who's actually pulling back and recovering whenever that possession changes hands. So. That'll be interesting to see with a left back that has got some question marks, with a defense that has question marks because some of the veteran players are no longer there, and how all that cements itself with a midfield with new playmakers with Rosetto and Heinemann and, I mean, Pity, Barco, and Joseph all healthy. Joseph actually falling back into midfield more, yeah. I've noticed, early on this season too. So, I also, I also think they're going to... They, if if Castro ends up being a guy that they want to play on a regular basis, and I don't know if the, I don't know if he is or not, assuming they get him, um, e- even with the the group they have now, I got to think the four three three is more, they, well. I just put it this way: four man back line is a more beneficial beneficial situ uh, beneficial formation for the likes of Rosetto for uh, yeah. uh, Heinemann. It, it it helps put them both in the field without causing too much of a problem anywhere else. And, and I know that that to some people they're like, well, Barco and Pity they they like to be central. Well, you can think of it as a four three two one if you really want to go that that yeah. that route. Um, it really doesn't matter what you do up top. They're all it's all very fluid anyway up there anyway. So it doesn't it doesn't. I'm not concerned too much about that. I'm concerned about the back line, who fills in, who splits the ga- who splits the the center backs because I don't think Remedy can be that guy. Yeah. Lorenowitz I feel like is is more that guy, um, and then everything else that happens above you. Fine, go ahead, have at it. Be as fluid as you want because that's that's I think that's what's gonna make Atlanta United in two thousand twenty much more attacking, much more beautiful to watch, much more fun to watch is this interplay between and we saw it a little bit uh, on Saturday, interplay between between Pity, between Barco, between Joseph. We saw them combining and trying oh, yeah. to do the the little flick on yeah, the yeah, little I flick mean, ons. It was like every time you turn around, they're just doing that little scoop around the back. I think, that's what, I think that's what ultimately Tata wanted to do in year one, but with Almiron you can't do that. No, because Almiron you're 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 suppressing what. There's the second reference. <laughs> with with Almiron you're kind of suppressing his abilities a little bit uh, by not letting him kind of stretch his legs and run. But now where you have guys that where you have guys like Pity who don't have the speed, um, I have no idea how fast you know Joseto is, but uh, oh. you know Hyman doesn't have it. You know. Uh, um, I don't think Joseph has it. You don't have the speed you once had. You don't have Tito. You don't have the speed you once had, so you have to rely more on quick passing, more on quick play up the field. How happy were you to see Tito leave, speaking of which? I, I wasn't happy. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't happy. You were yes. elated. Got he it. Was, he's a fantastic super sub. He's the best. <laughs> Sam called it the most, like, that's the worst. That's the best backhanded compliment I've ever heard. <laughs> but he was. He, look, I, I, ho- I wish him nothing but the best. I don't know that we're going to hear much from him in the future, and I hope Teodoro's not not listening or watching because he's like ready to punch me through the in the face <laughs> through through the mic, through the screen, through the phone, through the through Twitter. What team do you think right now? I mean, obviously it's really early on, but just based off of what acquisitions we've seen in the off season, um, 
obviously Galaxy with a really marquee signing. Who do you think is at made really big moves in MLS going into this season or, that are going to be the ones to watch? Do you think DC is still up there? I know last year we were going into the no, season thinking, oh, DC because they quietly up. lost yeah, uh, exactly. Lucho Acosta. Exactly. Yeah, I mean that's that's Acosta a huge loss. And Rooney gone. That's yes. <laughs> Um, and we saw how that collapsed at the end of last season, right? Guys, they like, got Julian Gressel. Like, their problems are solved. They're, yeah. Their problem, DC United is slowly becoming Atlanta United, too. Just like one <laughs> acquisition. So, Patrick, uh, our buddy Patrick Keenum is saying uh, he thinks Brad. So, Bradley Wright Phillips, you said marquee signing for LA Galaxy. And obviously, you're talking about Chicharito, yeah. who still has not gotten his work permit, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he no, is I think he's training. practiced yet. Nothing. He's training solo right now. Um, but a guy who has his work permit, who's one of the most prolific strikers in MLS history, just bolstered the ranks of LAFC, and that is Bradley Wright Phillips, who is a little, not, I guess not shocked because he is up there in age that New York Red Bulls decided to move on. They're a team that likes to play their youth up through the ranks, but um, man, Patrick thinks he's going to ride the pleather in LA. Ride the is bench. he going out? I was going to say, he's not picked up as a DP, I'm sure. No. Right? Yeah. No. They already have their yeah. three DPs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. LAFC does. So, I mean, I don't, he's not a DP guy anymore, I don't think, just at his age, probably. But, yeah. I, there's, it's, it's funny to say, like, they and Seattle to me are still the two teams to beat. Uh, another, another, like, departure that, I didn't realize happened was Brian Fernandez in Portland uh, got he got cut for substance abuse. Oh, really? I think it's the second time. I saw Diego and Larry's I think he old just, ass is still in there. Yeah, and I think Brian Fernandez just got cut from his newest team. How old's, for, Val- how old's Valeri? He's got to be like Valeri. Um, thirty six. Like, when did Chop Suey come out? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I don't know. Toxicity was two thousand and two, so okay. it's been when was seventeen lo- years when, since then. When was a lunar landing? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I don't 33 know. Man, not even yeah. not even that old <laughs> yeah not even who's 33 diego valeri is he really yeah. wow wow i didn't realize how how young he was yeah i don't know i still think lafc and in seattle are probably the two teams that are or kind of the benchmark wow. in the league right now bold call by keith red bulls won't make the playoffs I don't know. I mean, that's another key departure. Kamar Lawrence. I was talking to our buddy uh, Christian uh, the other day, and he was saying he always felt like that he thought Kamar Lawrence got snubbed for a while going for going to Europe, that he's been... But then, you know, somebody... I can't remember who it was. Somebody on Twitter pointed out, Tito's gone. Kamar Lawrence doesn't have anything else to play for in MLS. <laughs> he wanted to take his challenge or take a challenge elsewhere. He, he signed for Anderlecht. I mean, I feel like there have been more key departures than arrivals in MLS this sure. year. Well, I mean, you had a lot of teams waiting for the new CBA to come out. They still didn't know what was going right. on there. Um, as much as I think it's kind of a a great a great uh, strategic approach to not having to tell your fan base why you're not signing Gressel. Um, that is one of the one of the one of the realities is that they didn't know what was going on with the new CBA. Um, but now that that's out, maybe in the next week or so, you see more stuff. Coming. I don't know. Yeah, I, Red Bulls may lose, and Brian made a good point. He, Mario um, oh, yeah. went, went to Anderlecht, too, with, with Kamar Lawrence. He actually went before Kamar did. And then they may lose Aaron Long if they ever stop holding up his transfer to EPL. They could have. They could lose three of... Tim Parker could be the only starter back there for that team, right? I'm trying to think of 
if you look at who the best team in MLS and in the Eastern Conference is right now, I I, I don't know. It's us. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I maybe DC, maybe no, 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 no. no, no. But I'm behind. Yeah, no, behind I know. Yeah. United. Yeah. Toronto, I just, maybe. But even. I, Toronto's I, the only one I can yeah, pick. I just I mean, Toronto coming off of an MLS Cup last year, you expect that. I mean, they didn't have that much turnover in the offseason, unless I'm missing something. Yeah, everyone got a year older. Yeah, well, I get that. But still, it's they're not at the... The calendar turned over, <laughs> Kevin. They're, they're not at the end I am of their, on it tonight. They're not no, at but the you end know, of their my, careers. Y- y- you know? Michael Bradley's not going to play all uh, no. the entire season. Neither is Josie Altador, so you're going to get the LeBron water. treatment. I mean, t- in, a, in a conference where we're talking about there's no clear front runner for who's behind Atlanta United, potentially, it's it, it would mean, stand to reason it would be a team that was literally okay. just there yeah, a few right. months ago. Yeah, true. You know? Um, Orlando. Just, just trying to, I was trying to think where, where does Orlando fall no. into this? They're off winning their second consecutive uh, preseason plate. cup or something like that. I don't. Dinner plate. Yeah, I don't know. I forget who they played, but they beat them. I think it was one nothing. What they about, made a big deal out of it. What about Philly? They yeah, had a pretty damn good run last year. Lazo Lazo one brings up a team I was going to as well. The crew, the addition of Nagby. It's true. I want to see that play out first. Yeah. No, for sure. Um. Oh, I mean, the guy in D.C. we're not talking about was Ola Kamara's up there now, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. What are you guys' expectations? Somebody mentions uh, about um, Nashville. What are your expectations out of both Nashville and um, Miami after seeing what FC Cincinnati did last year, okay, which so was next to nothing? I, wanted, I, did, I wrote down a couple notes. Um, I already talked about that. I talked about that. <laughs> Look at this guy. Yeah. All four. You show up and he he gets three notes on the page. Have you four. guys ever seen him hold a notebook? It's Fuck on no. this show. I didn't know he could write. Ever. No. It's still not fact checked. <laughs> What's that you're writing right there? Yeah, fuck Kevin. Um, <laughs> no. So big. The big signing we didn't talk about today is Neymar. He's going to Inter Miami in 2030. There you go. What? Guess I'm looking forward to. I mean, did you not see that headline? No. He made an agreement with Beckham that he would come and play for Inter, Inter Miami <laughs> in 2030. This? this is uh, right there with uh, the verbal commitments. <laughs> this to, is to, fucking to great. Football. Yeah, this is really good. Oh, yeah. And then that's the other point. So, Neymar, let me check that off the <laughs> list. The other point said the science kid uh, brings up they are not going to be Inter Miami anymore. What? They lost a lawsuit today for copyright infringement from Inter Milan. Oh wow. boy! Yeah, wow. I how many cease and desist do you think David Beckham got? And then he was just like, "I think we're go gonna away. be okay. We're gonna, go away. <laughs> I got this to deal with right now. No one's like, paying attention to him. Like, Inter Milan's in horrible financial times, and I guess he wasn't paying attention. Actually, would that come out today? I actually have not heard about that. Yes, I had not either. yeah, they. It was uh, everybody's favorite uh, MLS buzz. On uh, on Twitter, posting that placeholder Miami, <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> Inter Miami lost. Uh, Boy, so that trademark. means all of their kits and everything are going to have to change. So they, uh-huh. what is it? They can't... oh my, no, no, no. Well, is, that, that, is that what happens? Because I think, I think that part they just lost a lawsuit for copyright infringement. I believe is and correct me if I'm wrong. But I don't know if they oh, absolutely they want them to change their name completely. Okay, that's that what I thought. Yeah. Oh, so dismiss everything. One, okay, hold on. Uh, Inter Milan took away uh, a key uh, took away a key victory in the first round of their trademark battle as the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office dismissed one of the two arguments made by Inter Miami that it should not be forced to change its name. So Inter Milan Inter Milan wants them to change their name. Yeah. So that means they have to change 
every. Okay, thing. I want to. If you're if you're David, why don't you just yeah, like, just 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 suck it, suck it up. Oh, in, in the trap, awful. I want to see everybody's everybody's already doing it anyway. Everybody's favorite or their their new Miami uh, team names. Have they? Let's have they see. Pulled, Miami Vice uh, FC. Have they pulled the kits off of MLS.com? Oh, I don't know. Um, Sid Sid the Science Kid obviously saying placeholder Miami. Gregory uh, Fraser saying Sporting South Florida. That works. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Interstate Miami. As said, the science kid. That's another one. A turnpike. Uh, uh, Miami Vice. Real Miami. How about just Miami? Yeah, Miami Vice. Miami Vice. America's number one new show. Um, they filed their trademark. They must have known David Beckham was about to do this a while ago. They filed a trademark. Inter Milan filed a trademark in 2014. Oh boy! Exclusive yeah, the, commercial rights to the use of the term Inter. Oh boy! Again. How many cease and desist letters did he probably get that he was just like, this is not, they don't have any grounds. They're not going to happen. But if you think about it, how many inters are there in in world soccer? There's so many sportings, so many ACs, so many FCs, so many. Despite the announcement occurring September 5th, 2018, MLS did not apply for a trademark for the name Inter Miami CF until September 25th, 2018. So not until after it was announced. Oh, boy. Bunch of dummies. Wow. This This is MLS. This wow. is MLS. Uh, L.A. Beaven saying. <laughs> I like Teen's inner city Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> inner city Miami. Like uh, what did Percy say? Outer Miami. Like okay, it. yeah. That's true, That's right? Good. Because they're be in Fort really Lauderdale. Yeah. That would be really good. Um, I'm Hollywood FC. That's another one, yeah. Are they in? Because Hollywood's another burb of Fort yeah. Lauderdale. Yeah. That's that area. Um, J.P. Miami. I, th- I think inner city Miami wins, Dean. I think that takes oh the cake. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Have you guys read this whole thing? This is this is comical. <laughs> this this does does look. If you were a if you were a uh, intra Miami, uh, I like that <laughs> the best. <laughs> if you're a pro rail guy, you would love this. Um, MLS owners share a uh, MLS owners own a share in the league and have a right to operate a team. And each MLS team has a, an investor operator that is a shareholder in the league. As such, MLS is actually the owner of the trademark Inter Miami FC and is therefore defending its right to use the name. In its opposition, MLS contends that Inter Milan's application should be refused on two independent grounds. Inter is merely descri- uh, descriptive, and there's a likelihood of confusion. Interesting. 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 Oh, well done. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! So J- J- Jay Oyster, new name in the trap. I've never seen. Thanks for joining. Underwater Miami. I like it. So if I'm if I'm reading this, if I'm jokes. understanding this right, does that mean that that the names aren't actually names and they're just descript- descriptors of these teams? Yes, so officially that Atlanta United is not really Atlanta United. That's just well, yeah. we're gonna call them Atlanta United. That's it. Yeah, I mean we're just this over here. This is Atlanta this United. This whole single yeah. entity thing is such confusing garbage. I can't stand it. This will be the team described as Inter, Mil- Inter Miami. Jesus. This will be the, the team described as oh NYCFC. God. Oh, yeah. Waiting for Neymar FC. That was the most absurd thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, and it, it might have just been clickbait, but it, it was popping up that he had agreed. You guys have got you guys have a fantastic chat. Well duh. B- Bill Holcomb. What's <laughs> howdy, stranger? Fucking with the best, Eric. Fucking with the best. Uh Florida's only soccer team FC. Oh. I see. It's a subtle jab at Orlando. I know. I know. Yeah, it's a Good. very subtle. Why not jab. just use Orlando FC? They're clearly not doing anything. With okay. It. So, 
the 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 new expansion teams rot with controversy. In Nashville, the mayor, we're not building this stadium. <laughs> uh, the darn garbage is fuck. <laughs> what is going on? You I build a stadium. T- <laughs> you build a stadium. I take your team from you. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. It's. Uh, what do you guys think is going to happen with both of those teams this year? Though? Oh come on! I, I. It would be something to see that team get taken away. That would be. It'd be something. I don't see that happening, but it'd be something. I think that Don Garber and MLS as a whole is like... Dong Garber. <laughs> Don Garber. <laughs> he's going to show... He's such an idiot. He's going he's gonna, he's gonna, to put the strongest face. Uh, he's going he's gonna, to... You know, Don G. Garber. Bang his fist. He's going to make a big commotion about you know this team getting a soccer-specific yeah. stadium and all that stuff. But eventually, as long as NYCSC is playing in a baseball stadium... Right. You're always gonna have it out. Absolutely. Always. Absolutely. Always. 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 Until NYCFC doesn't play in a baseball stadium, you'll never have that out ever again. But up until that happens, you'll always be able to use that as a backup plan. So as much noise as MLS and Don Garber want to make about this, you're not going to take away the team. Wait, you're not going to screw up the entire schedule no. for next year. No, absolutely not at not. all. Absolutely not. So Greg Greg Fraser thinks that the mayor ultimately backs down, takes credit for strong arming MLS into a better deal for the city. So. Yeah, what's better, Donk Garber or Dung Garber? That's what. <laughs> it depends on where you're from. Kevin Escobar is Cadesco. Dung Garber. Dung Garber. <laughs> that's that's how people in B- Baltimore say it. <laughs> Dung Garber. Dung Dung Garber. Go Orioles. Oh God, Oreos. So, all right. So we got a game tomorrow night, right at nine o'clock. Did we ever find out if it's streaming anywhere? Let me uh. Talk amongst yourselves. Let me find out. Game tomorrow night. I guess. Leones. Where are they out of? Uh, Guadalajara. The second division. Okay. Okay. The Black Bears. No. Black Lions. Black Lions, yeah. That's the the, the Spanish speaker. Yeah. You could you could say Joseto. He's in his <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's bears in Portuguese. Yeah. It's bear in Portuguese. Okay. He's thinking in Portuguese oh, right now. Of course he is. He's gotta like flip the switch back and forth. I had the office I had the office on the brain. Bears yeah. oh. beats yeah. beats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um so that match tomorrow night, we're still looking to see if it's going to be streamed. But somebody had mentioned in um, our group chat. Elliot Beaver said Atlanta United website is uh, oh, is the where ever, it'll be ever reliable. I did see that. Uh, I loaded the, that up and I just went to the YouTube link on Saturday. So one thing to note, which came up in our group chat today, which is that the CCL match is Fox Sports Premium. Premium. Yeah, which you have to add to. I didn't realize your, that was a thing yet. Yeah, I didn't. Is three right. times the cost of. ESPN. Can we just pay per view? Right. This it's, thing? It's, it's, isn't that what it was? Fourteen ninety nine a month for Fox Soccer Plus or Fox Soccer Premium or okay, Fox Sports Premium, whatever it is. When okay, so the home and away would be within a week, right? Yes. So how many days do they give you free? It's the eighteenth to twenty fifth. Do they do um, like a like a one month free type thing? They I did say what so. the free. No, 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 no. They said currently it's free for YouTube TV people so. until. Yeah. A certain date. That's what I'm Shit. trying to find. I can't remember After what it is. CCL Cup. It's Fox yep. Soccer Plus. Yeah. It's. Um, I'm trying to find it all now. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Brian Brian brings up a good point. Which bar are we going to go to to yeah, go watch YouTube, the game? YouTube TV has a two week free trial for Fox Soccer it Plus that ends on the 13th. So if you wait until the 13th 
to do that that should get you through okay. CCL. The promo ends on the 13th, not the correct. free the freeness. Correct. The, okay. Correct. So start your two week free trial on Thursday, and that should cover you through CCL. I can dig it. At least those two games. If not, go watch it at a bar somewhere. There's plenty of friends. Go meet some people. You know, that's always interesting is like which places have all of those random subscriptions. Oh, you know, like going up to Hudson Grill, not Hudson FC, going to Hudson Grill during US Open Cup and they're like, Yeah, we don't we don't got that. We're playing pardon the interruption. What are you <laughs> yeah, doing exactly. here? Exactly. We got fucking around the horn on. What we are get, you doing? You don't want to watch golf network reruns? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is this is this is America. Got dude. Undisputed on. What are you talking about? You know, Hudson Grill died to me, not the night they didn't bring me my food. <laughs> me and Angie, my food. Um, but the day they stopped doing the two chili dog meal, that was it. And I said, fuck this place. Straw. It was the final straw. Uh, so anyway, um, did you? so you said it is streaming through Atlanta United's website? So, uh, so that I appears mean, I, to be the case for tomorrow. I yeah. saw there is a stream somewhere, yeah. Okay. CCL. I guess we can talk about that next week, but yeah. Oh, I don't know. We'll see you after tomorrow. Okay. I, I know we'll nothing. Do you know more. anything of Matagua? No, yeah. I'm not sure you're pronouncing it right. No, no one knows anything Motagua. about Matagua. No one Motagua. knows any. No one knows anything about Matagua. Are you sure? If anyone claims they know anything ITK about Twitter Matagua, knows. ITK Twitter knows. If anyone yeah. thinks they know Jason anything Long about Matagua, probably knows. That's true. If anyone thinks any, it, it, they think they know <laughs> anything about Matagua, <laughs> they don't know anything about. Charlie Matagua. those heels in. I like Charlie four thirty or three thirty three says they're in good I'm, form. I'm one hundred percent against the no fun podcast over there. <laughs> We're the opposite of that. Can I tell you what happened? Yes. I need to tell you what happened. We we I, I threw the podcast on Reddit for one of the first times in years. Yeah. Because yeah. we used to do it very early on. To oh, get yeah. The, we did the same thing. To yeah. get the noise yeah, yeah. Uh, going. And so someone in the comments was like, man, I really wish that soccer down here and Mouths of the South could like get together and make a baby. And that podcast would have the best of both worlds. And I took that comment and tweeted it to soccer down here. And I was uh-huh. like, what do you think? With the, like, the winky face? Uh-huh. No response. <laughs> Not even the courtesy like. Well, you know, they wouldn't get into podcast wars with fun. us either. Have some fun with they, it. It's not serious. They wouldn't get they wouldn't get into podcast wars either. They removed Those themselves. were good times. Those were good times. Those were good times. Those got a little heated. It's not serious. It's good. No, it's not. Is that when is that when Kevin Brown got it in Twitter jail? I don't know. That was so fun because nobody else knew what was going on. And everyone's like, why is everyone fighting? <laughs> That was hilarious. I love yeah, that. that was a good time. <laughs> I think there should be more interplay between the podcast. Absolutely. Come on, it's all a big community. We're all yeah. trying to pump ourselves up. I'm Absolutely, talk, I, I, I've never talked badly about any podcast or any content creator publicly. Publicly, <laughs> <laughs> that not responding to that tweet is the final straw. Okay, <laughs> that's where I draw the line. We're gonna like we're gonna leave the mics on hot mic later. <laughs> Eric's gonna be on there. He's like, we had the tape of Epstein. We had. <laughs> We had everything. We had him. And, they, and, and soccer down here crushed the story. We had the Gressel story, and they snuffed it out. Yeah, I mean, that is one thing that I think everybody, all of the content providers in this community has their own thing to do. And But I, I totally agree. We, What I think we all are able to come back and do is just hang out, and yeah. we all cross-promote and do each other's stuff shows and stuff like that so 
but you know, he's probably just busy. They got <laughs> they got so much stuff going on over there. It's just so so one of the things that I'm I'm so happy to do on the radio show. By the way, we're turning the radio show into a a well, I'm turning the radio show into like a full Colin show. Um, so if you want to listen oh, to yeah, Colin Cowherd show, seven, yeah. it's it's a it's a Paul Feinbaum of Atlanta United <laughs> shows. Okay, I'm telling you. <laughs> Uh, if you want to call in 7 to 8 p.m., we'll have the number out. Uh, I think it's 404-741-1230. Uh, but we'll throw the number out on Twitter, put out a good reminder to, to everyone that it's, that it's happening. But uh, every, next week, or tomorrow it's going to be uh, Tanner McLeod from Atlanta United Fan TV. Uh, next week is – or the week after is you guys. I'm trying to get – No, this. we're next week. Yeah, the week at, not so tomorrow, Tanner. Tomorrow That's not Tanner. a different week, dude. That's tomorrow. Next what week. did I say? Next week? Yeah. Whatever. I'm off. <laughs> He's on a Brazilian week. It starts. <laughs> it starts on Tuesday. Fucking so tomorrow yeah. is uh, is Tanner. You pronounce next tomorrow next week in that language. Apparently. <laughs> next week. Next week I'm having you guys on. Uh, the week after I'm trying to get Siempre, Siempre and United on. Um, I haven't done a month out yet, but the idea is to get all these podcasts right. on to spread the word to 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 because believe it or not, it's just, it's still a very small portion. Of the fan base that actually listens to podcasts, to the Atlanta United podcast, very small. To yours, maybe. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, tomorrow on the radio I'm so show. Glad you're here. <laughs> uh, but no, that's the idea. Oh, you know the other thing about them not responding. You know he held. Tim's DVD hostage for years despite requests and wouldn't respond until it finally got delivered. Yeah, it sounds like Bill Bill and Brian are on it. They're going to clip the video of Eric and, do it, and do tag, it. tag soccer we, down here. We, we need more fun po- more Absolutely. fun between the podcasts. Absolutely. More back and forth. Well, we need to get some more commu- you, you know you know what they need? They need people that disagree with with things that Jason say. I think the one thing that we we've, we've we've sorry, I'm not criticizing well, whatever. I'm criticizing the podcast. But it's more because of of, of the fact that what these podcasts need is more back and forth. Siempre right. United does a good job of it. I think we do a good job of it. You guys do a good job of it. If when you guys disagree, you disagree. When we make sense. <laughs> I, mean, I just, I just want more. I just it. want more fun, more engagement. Yeah. Well, we need to get some more community stuff together. You know, that's the I can't, other thing. I can't, I can't bring anyone from soccer down here on because of their clear connection with a, a, a radio uh, station yeah. across town. Yeah. But if that weren't the case, I'd, I'd do the same with them. Yeah. And I got nothing against anyone on soccer down here. Well, you guys are all welcome here. Mostly. I just think there needs to be more fun. Okay. Yeah. I need Josh to I just, stop coaching. Really, I just, yeah. if they can just go back. I mean, it's clearly not working. If they can just go he back. Lost, he lost to a nine-man team up 2-0. Hit the courtesy like on that tweet, and all is forgiven. Yeah. <laughs> you are officially the fun podcast. Yeah. All you got to do is hit the like. Why is Josh even coaching to begin with? I mean, it's clearly not working well. He's not coaching tonight. No. He's in, he sent me a message. Goes, no, I don't want to say it. Oh, no, please do. Please do. <laughs> I, I need to hear it, it now. No. Yes, yes, let's do it. I've already said too much. <laughs> Come on. We need to have more fun, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> this is this will get me in trouble. <laughs> um, I like what Bill's, Bill, Bill says podcast wars too, when it was real for once. <laughs> Yikes. We're all going to meet in Centennial Olympic Park. It's still real to me, damn it. Someone's bringing a grenade. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Holcomb, for saying what needed to be said. It's still I don't want to see me, another one of these. It's still real to me. Oh. Have you guys seen the no pomegranates video by chance? No. On YouTube? Look that up. I'm not going to play it, but it's this is old professor... Who just starts screaming at her students, no pomegranates. Okay. I told you over and over again, oh no God. pomegranates. Oh my God. Please tell me somebody's 
has seen that. I'm not crazy. I have the weirdest stuff show up in my my YouTube timeline. All right. So what else we got? Anything else going into? I don't want this to end. Me neither. I'm really glad you came on, man. Yeah, man. Anytime. We need to. Yeah, we need more fun. More fun on the podcast. Yeah, between the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's going to, I mean, ultimately, the, the idea is for all of us to get more listeners. That's the only way it's going to happen. Is yeah. if we all engage with each other. We all share each other's listeners. Hopefully, that brings in a little more revenue to each podcast individually. Yeah, y- You spread the word throughout all the podcasts, and, and ultimately, you're, yeah. you're, you're talking about a, a much larger overall audience. Again, there's a reason why we're, we all communicate with each other yeah. on every platform. So. That said, but that, I mean that being said, Soccer Down Here is a fantastic podcast, right? Like I said, I, I listen to it just as much as everyone else does. I got I got nothing yeah. against anything that that they do. I just want them to help. Everybody more does their own thing. I mean, just, I can't I can't listen to Sampre United because I can't understand any of it. Just give me give me the like, I like it. give me the like on the tweet. That's all I want. Just yeah. acknowledge that you saw it. They acknowledge that you thought it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> it was one of your listeners that commented. I know, I know, it's rude. Mm. Where's the whiskey at, Brian? You know, I'm sober until April, man. He's sober until he. Uh, Takes ayahuasca. And then I'll never need a drink again. <laughs> no. hey, hey, hey. He, he, he told me about what he's doing, and I don't think we're going to see him ever again. <laughs> <laughs> we're never going to hear from him again. He's going to get lost in the wilderness for years. We're going to find him like I'm 30 years later. In my he's going to be He's going to be Robin Williams in, in, from the jungle, or the, uh, the Jumanji. Yeah. You're going to come back to the United States, <laughs> like full on beard, long hair. Well, that's definitely not going to happen. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Somebody, yeah. People are just ruining the pomegranates video for me, oh, saying no. it's not real. It was an acting class. Oh, great. Actually, somebody, uh, I think it was Charlie Ford, saying she was deathly allergic. It's not funny. But I think that he was just trying to give me shit. <sighs> okay. Eric with the Joe Rogan plan. Yeah. Yeah. Except it's a call-in show, so everyone's going to be calling exactly. in, exactly. and you guys are going to be able to interact with the callers. Yeah. Oh, wait. I literally, that's all it's going to be. It's going to be the fall pine. As much as I can to make it, it's going to be the fall, Paul Feinbaum of Atlanta United shows. I like it. Yeah. So good luck huh. with that one. That's going to be chaos. <laughs> you call in, tell me what you want to see tomorrow uh, before tomorrow night's match. Oh, I will. Tell me what you want to see uh, uh, or what you liked out of Saturday's match. Uh, Dean brought up just doing a straight up round table of all the podcasts all We'd at done once. That before. Well, not yeah. that <laughs> no. exactly, but yeah, we it's did like, it the... 20 people. Yeah, no. <laughs> we did it time. like soccer in the streets. You're event. not going to be able to see our thing. No. No, 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 no. I mean, the only way we can do it is like what we've done in the past, which was yeah. just rotating out yep. every 15 minutes or so, and everybody got mixed up. And I mean, we've done that for, did that for All-Star Week. We did it for, what else? We, we did it for Soccer in the Streets Champions thing. League, yeah. Um, we've done it a few times, though. Um, yeah, you guys are all great. So that said, what you got going on across all platforms? Because so, you guys have a lot of shit. Tomorrow we're on radio, Atlanta Sports X, 12.30 a.m., 106.3 FM. Uh, it's one of the 680 The Fan sister stations. Only soccer-specific radio show on the radio, which I think Siempre United would uh, contest, but there's his internet radio, so I don't count that. What about Mark Zeno show, A to Z? <laughs> what about A to Z? No, nobody wants to talk about that. <laughs> He's on from 3 to 6. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm on just Atlanta Sports X. Um but uh, we've got that tomorrow night, 7 to 8 p.m., um, and we'll throw out a link uh, as to how you can watch online or how you can listen online, how you can listen on the radio. And then Wednesday, we'll record the podcast, I think, at 9 o'clock. I know it's me and Josh. I don't think Sam will be there, uh, but Josh and I will break down um, and Tanner the match right? tomorrow. What? Huh? And Ta- oh, no, no. Tanner will be on the radio show. So oh, Tanner, gotcha. Tanner from Atlanta United Fan TV will be on the radio show tomorrow uh, with me and um, 
Then Wednesday we've got the the podcast. I I believe it'll just be Josh and I. Uh, and you guys it, just picked up Tanner to do it, stuff with. Yeah, this is just the week. Uh, so again, Atlanta United Fan TV tomorrow. You guys the week after. Uh, Champion United the week after that. Um, and then we'll see what happens week four. No, no, no. I mean, you got oh, DSS oh, Tanner for DSS. Yeah. yeah, the 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 latest fingers to don your uh, your 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 screens with his words. Yeah, about Atlanta United, Tanner McLeod. That's a weird way of putting it. Yeah, <laughs> just let's move. I on just watch. That. I watch hand model videos yeah. all day. That's all I do. Just, yeah. <laughs> just see my YouTube suggestions. No, I don't. <laughs> you should. No, I don't. That doesn't make sense. No, I do. No, I don't. Should. <laughs> no, I should don't not. Should. What? So uh, I actually asked him. I, I I reached out to him before I even knew he was going to be on with DSS, and it just kind of worked out that way. So that's awesome. Welcome to. Uh, he's very much welcome to. To the, to the DSS community. So all the social media platforms? Uh, at MOTS Podcast. That's where you can find the podcast. Uh, you can find me at Eric G. Quintana. Um, we're on Instagram. trying to bolster that up a little bit. And uh, yeah, you'll see us around Reddit. See us around uh, some of the Facebook groups. And you guys have a... You guys put everything out through the DSS yeah, so iTunes thing us now, and right? Five Strike Final, so we're, we're yeah, combined. Uh, two feeds. Yeah, yeah two I feeds know, two one. feeds. It's no, really it's cool. one feed, but two. Yeah, we get it. Two I po- know okay. how it works. No, there are actually yeah. two two feeds of both podcasts. Yeah. If you search thirty, if you oh, search really? Atlanta United, both because both you of you both of you go out separately. Son of a bitch. So so what happened? <laughs> see see what had happened was. Rob was like, I have this idea. Why don't we take both of our podcasts that, that have separate feeds? The numbers on those checks. Now it makes sense, Rob. I like the way you think. Rob says, I got this feed over here and this feed over I here. I think it actually mm-hmm. might be a... Uh, Let me point this feed to this feed, be Joe. but not get rid of this one and point this one over here, too. And we got four podcasts. It's pretty good. Well, one's it's for the existing good. people and one's for the, I know. the new people. It, makes, Rob, it makes, sense. makes sense. It makes total sense. Number one on a all SB Nation soccer podcast. That's good. The yeah. Dirty South Soccer Network. That's awesome. 28th overall. That's awesome. Across all SB Nation podcasts. And that covers all sports, That's too. That's football, really cool. every sport. Yeah. That's really great. I heard the number one podcast. <laughs> In a month, they got 475,000 listeners. SB Nation? An SB Nation podcast. Boy. Do you know what it was? <sighs> I do. I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Gotcha. Why? I, it's I, fine. not going to listen to You don't, you don't have to say it. I, yeah. I, don't, I, don't have, I didn't get the actual thing, so oh, I'm I just hearing it secondhand. Oh, I got you. But that was the number I, I, I heard, or they told me. Jesus. And I was very, I was like, oh, man, we got That's some work. Insane. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> we got some work. Good Lord. Yeah. To think that we've got to get twice as many as we have now is just daunting. But see, I'm, bring, <laughs> I'm, bringing, on Tan, I'm bringing on Tanner because I expect us to get into some heated debates about things. Yeah. Yeah. I did this. It's the same thing with Jay. I brought Jay on because I uh, Jay Riddle because I knew he he and I would get into it a little bit. Him, you know, me and him, him and Sam. Yeah. Um, man. So that's why that's. I mean, you want you want heated. You want you, know, to, you, you want you, you want back and forth. You're the first uh, person that we've had on this year. Actually, you were the actually t- first person our first year too that we had on as a guest, and the first person this year. It was pretty great. Has it been every year? Eric's come on. This as is the a fourth time. Is this our fir- fourth year? Yeah, yeah. this is the fourth one, year. One with just me, and then one with me and Jay, and I think just yeah. you. Yeah. Then you came on, and then here last year here, and then today, yeah. and yeah. once at the old house too, right in Smyrna. I think twice at the old house. Yeah, yeah. And then, I think it's been more. Yeah, it's you, you got to be the you most. Came, you came to two over at my place. 
and then at least one, if not two, over at my old place. I, I, and look, then two I, I, here. See, the, I see the number of viewers. So I expect my cut. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying. exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you'll get it when we get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's exactly. how it works. Like we, I don't get paid till we get paid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Okay. So did you get? Was that everything? Did you get yeah, everything? I'm good. Okay. Follow, um, follow Josh at Josh B nine one four. Follow Sam at Sam J Franco. I just hope that we get more photos of Josh out of this Nashville game this year. I, I would say I'm I, getting ty- I'm getting sick of having to use the same one for <laughs> multiple years in a row. When now. when when you when you're talking to when you're talking about the things that Mark Zeno uh, tweeted out, the best thing you can do, <laughs> the best thing you can do is is contact the radio stations themselves. Tell them you want more Atlanta United content. Tell them you want more Atlanta United uh, exposure. Tell me you want more things to that to be about Atlanta United, um, and that's how it'll grow. The, the I think one of the reasons that that <laughs> one of the reasons that I think a lot of these guys don't like to talk about Atlanta United is because they just don't know the game. So the people that that need to be there to talk about it in the way that that they should be it should be talked about more so than you know generic generic questions or or, or you know softballs to to players yeah, to yeah. that they can they can then just kind of roll with. Um, you got to you got to have the right people in place, and so these guys are doing. I I don't I don't like I know Mark's gonna work, we work for the same company, uh, and <laughs> having talked I don't think it was that serious anyway, but having talked to him about the the tweet he sent out, yeah, um, he was looking for a specific he was looking he's looking to he's looking for talking points, and mm. part of his part of his show doesn't include Atlanta United. Well, his mm. show doesn't include Atlanta United unless it's relevant, and he did for a while have a week weekly segment with Sam Franco uh, talking about Atlanta United. So you can't really discredit him on there, but don't, don't kill these guys just because they, they, they don't include Atlanta United. Cause that's not part of their talking points. Ultimately that's not, it's not really where the money is yeah. in radio. Um, so until that day comes, just kind of, you can, you can ask for it. You can, you can demand it all you want. And, and I'm, I'm right behind you guys. I've been trying to push, uh, for more Atlanta United content for, for, for as much as I can get uh, for a while now, even before Atlanta United was a thing. And um, slowly but surely, it's getting there. So at, at some point, yeah, you're going mean, you to were... get the same kind of content you're getting out of for you know when it comes to the Falcons, when it comes to the Hawks, when it comes to UGA. Um, it's just not there yet. No, It's not, it's not a bad thing. It's just because I think, I think a lot of people, one, a lot of fans don't care. Well, unfortunately, a lot content. of it speaks to the success of the club too, right? Yeah. Like, and the club's yeah, yeah, still yeah. pretty new in its history, and I think as they continue to win trophies and build a fan base and have the turnout that they're having compared to the Falcons and stuff like that, the the transition is inevitable. It's just a matter of time. Plus, like, you're getting your content probably in better ways, in the sense that they're they're by fans or or by people with access, or um, you know, it's it's much more free flowing it's less restrictive um you know there when you when you go to radio it's you got to deal with the breaks you, and that's not a bad thing I, you you want as much content as you can possibly get but i think that um it just don't kill the guys for for not yeah. including Atlanta United sometimes yeah. I, I want i want them to be included as much as anyone else but sometimes it's just not part of the talking point sometimes no, and yeah. that's fine yeah um brian says you guys you you didn't watch the fight no. on Saturday. Do you watch I saw UFC or any MMA? I tried to watch it, but uh, the Periscope streams were a little, a little wonky. So, Brian, I have to disagree with you on the three two to Reyes. I think I'm trying to remember how I scored it. I want to say it was two four and five for for Jones, um, or maybe it was two three and five. Anyway, I still had a three two John Jones. 
John Jones is still the goat. I'm not a big fan of the guy, but he's, yeah, he looked a little off his game, and he still took it to. Oh, I, I, we could talk about this later. Yeah, we're not talking <laughs> Sorry. about that. No. <laughs> we're already having a hard enough time getting Atlanta United recognized. We don't need this. Yeah, that's why I didn't pile on. You know, I don't think any of us piled on Mark Zeno for that because I thought it was. I didn't think it was unfair. I think the reaction that he got wasn't necessarily unfair to him, but at the same time, like you said, he's not getting paid to talk about Atlanta United. Yeah, I, I don't think he's expecting. I think he knew when he sent that tweet out that hey, look, he didn't. It wasn't the best job by him to try to defuse that situation, but whatever. I mean, it's it's he's not going to have his feelings hurt on Twitter, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of these guys, yeah, just they just they don't they they're not familiar enough. And I think Zeno mentioned himself; they're just not familiar enough with the game and how you know the the front office aspect of things work. And, and on top of that, it's a dude. We're a, still not. It's a global no. sport, and so with with everything that you know in the United States, with with every other sport here, at least the major ones, um, you're talking about. Oh, I just did it. See that the major ones. Mm-hmm. Um, you're talking about a very specific set of rules that everyone already kind of understands and has been in the in the. Uh, the public consciousness Lexicon. for yeah for 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 a long time now. So um, you throw something like soccer in and and to these guys that have been in the business for as long as they have, and I understand that they don't get it. I get it. I I, I I'm not mad at them. It's just it, it's the nature of the it's the reality of the situation that uh, that soccer in America is in right now. And hopefully that changes sooner rather than later. But um, I'd rather be able to 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 do podcasts to do stuff like this. Without the competition of, of radio, uh, that's a really good point. Because look, I, I've, I've, you, you look at some of the other, uh, uh, you know, other the podcasts and other sports, and they don't, they don't necessarily do as well as as soccer's podcast because of um, how one, how many radio stations there are that already talk about this, and then the guys that do have the 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 big money making podcasts, they're all they're all ex sports writers right. or, or and they're unre- broadcasters and, and or they're whatever. unreachable, right? Like or they're, they're athletes. Like yeah. that's the other good thing about what I think this community is, is a community. And so all of the content providers at every lab, at every level are reachable in some manner. I mean, even, you know, the people that are doing the broadcasts, Kevin Egan and Jillian and everybody, I mean, people are communicating and, and discussing things via social media or these kind of platforms and stuff yeah. in a way that you don't really see on the quote unquote uh, major sport team level. So you guys be, might be mad at seeing stuff like that get, get tweeted out, which wasn't, it, it wasn't at all a dig at Atlanta United at all. Um, because I think he even, he even mentioned it that, that uh, what is that? Somebody's yelling. He even, Somebody out but, there yelling yeah. like, "Hey, <laughs> he, I want to communicate to he, the he, fan base." <laughs> Zeno even mentioned that if I had included Atlanta United, they would have skewed the poll in such a way that it would have been unusable for my for the talking points that I was looking towards. Interesting. Um, so it's 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 not a dig at Atlanta United. It, that's all. Gotcha. All right, you want to wrap this thing up? Sure. So where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me at Real Skip Bayless on Twitter. <laughs> R e a l. Come on, S K I P B A Y L E S S. Find me at Shannon Sharp. No. Find me at the architect. You can find me at Sharp Dressed Man. That's it. Sixty nine, sixty nine. Collectively at Home Before Dark. That's before spelled B and the number four. Um, thanks again for coming on, man. Yeah, man. This has been great. Always, anytime. Um, be sure to go check out everything that Eric and the guys do, and uh, we'll be over there next week. Obviously, looking forward to that. And um, 
However you found just, us. Just no no profanity, please, on the radio show. I think I did pretty good tonight. I'm going to be we, very, we, look, very good next week. I know week. that they're building a, a 20 second delay specifically for you guys. Yeah. So <laughs> we got it just in case, but. We're going to get donations just to cover those FCC I think it's fines like I think it's like 10 grand done. a fine. Yeah, so. we, have a, we have a GoFundMe going. I cannot cover you for, for that. the FCC <laughs> fines. Somebody want to spot me? <laughs> Those FCC fines I got showed on my SEC fines. Just <laughs> <laughs> see the insider trading shit I got going on. Um, uh, yeah, the FEC. So, however you found us, be sure to like, subscribe, thumbs up, stars, ratings, reviews. Here and read aloud on the show. You know what to do. Until next time, as always, be home before dark. Bye. Bye.